You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen, and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about instability. And there's really two kinds of instability that I'm going to talk to you about today. One is what we call subjective and one is objective. So what I mean by subjective is when a person comes in and complains of a particular issue, complaint or symptom, that's their subjective complaint. So I have a lot of people that will come in and say, I'm here because my knee is unstable or my knee buckles or gives way. There's another type of instability, which is called objective instability. So this is when we examine someone's knee and it's actually unstable to the touch when we examine the ligaments. So objective instability. So this is somebody that, for example, if they're younger and they tore their ACL or anterocruciate ligament, So this is on the field, the trainer, the doctor goes out, examines the knee, and the knee has a lot more play or laxity than the normal knee due to the fact that the ligament was just torn. But in a lot of my patients who are older, many people with arthritis actually don't have an ACL. They may have torn it years ago or just due to wear and tear attritionally, it's basically torn itself or disintegrated, so it's not there. But usually the knee is stiff because of the arthritis. They have limited range of motion or they may have bone spurs. But some of those people, if they have a deformity, say if they're bow-legged or knock-kneed, they may potentially have laxity of a ligament on one side or the other. So for example, if I have a gentleman who has a bow-leg deformity, he's lost all the cartilage on the inside part of his knee, as that cartilage has worn itself down, the ligament doesn't necessarily shrink. So what happens is he walks bow-legged, and if I push on his knee from the outside, I can actually straighten the knee. And occasionally, if the arthritis is severe and that ligament stretches, I can go beyond straightening it and actually push it further than it was meant to go. And we'll see this also occasionally with people that get a knock-knee deformity. So if you lose all the cartilage on the outside half of your knee, that side may be a little loose, but sometimes that side gets tight and contracts. And as they walk over months and years, every step they stretch out the inside ligaments. So now when you examine these knees from side to side, they bend side to side, which is not the way that your knee was designed. And we would describe that as an unstable knee. And we may describe it in a result of millimeters, um, meaning that the joint opens one or two or four or six millimeters more than normal. Or occasionally, if the deformity is very severe, you can actually ang- uh, measure it in angles. We might say the knee goes from you know zero degrees and it has a 15-degree deformity when the person stands up. So that's an objective instability. It means either that the ligament is torn or the ligament has been stretched out um, or maybe the knee goes to straight but it sits in a bent position because of the arthritis and there's still a gapping or instability, but back to the straight or what we call neutral position. Now, the other issue would be the subjective instability. So I have a lot of people that will come in with 
painful knees, arthritic knees, replaced knees with the complaint of instability or that the, the feeling that their knee is unstable or it buckles or it gives way. And when you examine these knees, there is no instability. The ligaments are taut. The range of motion is solid. So why does that happen? Well, one, if the knee itself has arthritis or it has an area of some raw bone or it has anything inside that causes pain, when you bend or place weight on the knee, it hurts. And you may have heard me talk about this in a previous episode, but there's a sort of reflexive thing in your brain and your body that when that hurts, it makes the knee want to buckle or the muscle, the quadriceps muscle, that thigh muscle, which supports your knee to basically shut off. So the analogy I use a lot of times is, you know, walking barefoot on the beach, stepping on a broken seashell or barefoot in your house and stepping on a tack or a piece of glass. It's rare that you fully put weight on the leg and just push that broken shard right through the bottom of your foot you very quickly will instinctually sort of pick the leg up or fall to the side and almost fall down or fall down. And it's not that your knee was unstable, it's that your muscles shut off. And that can happen with pain in your knee that if you have pain, specifically, let's say someone has kneecap arthritis, they go down the stairs, that pain hurts when they load the knee. So they almost fall and they'll describe it as my knee gave out or buckled. And it wasn't really that the ligaments were the issue, it was the fact that they had arthritis. And as the bones squeezed where there was missing cartilage, it hurt and was painful. So your brain automatically shut off that quadriceps muscle. Now, the the other thing which I'll see a lot of times after knee replacement surgery is that when we replace the knee with metal and plastic, we've gotten rid of the arthritis. But the cartilage, the bones, the ligaments, the meniscus all have these little receptors that can sort of remind you where your knee is in space. So... When you walk around with the knee replacement, although the arthritis is gone and that pain is gone, you lose these tiny little senses of where your knee is in space, what we call proprioception. So trying to explain the difference or what that is to people, I always kind of use the analogy that, you know, if you get up right now and walk around the room, you walk pretty quickly. You can feel, you can see, you have this visual sense, this balance, everything's sort of around you, the lights are on. Now, Do the same walk from your bedroom to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So it's black, it's dark, the lights are off, maybe you're a little tired, you get up a little groggy, maybe a little balances, and you don't have all these cues, so you walk much more softly, much more gingerly, much more slowly. The stride is different. And when you have a knee replacement, because you've lost some of these what we call proprioception cues you may change the way that you walk slightly by walking a little slower or your strides a little shorter because you're not feeling these little internal reminders of where your knee is in space and not feeling that or knowing that gives a lot of people this sense of my knee is unstable. But again, these are in knees where the ligaments are stable and what they occasionally will do is put a knee brace on slip on little neoprene knee sleeve, no hinges, no bars, no nothing. And they'll say, oh, but the brace stabilizes it. And it's not that the brace made your knee more stable. If you take that brace and fold it up and turn around and twist it, I mean, there's no stability. It's just a piece of neoprene. But by putting the pressure on your skin, it gives you and your brain these additional points of contact as a reminder of where is your knee in space? Is it bent? Is it straight? And it lets you know where you are in the arc of bending and straightening your knee. Because if your ligaments were unstable, we do have big, special, bulky braces, carbon fiber with hinges and metal stays to support 
the side-to-side or front-to-back instability if the ligament is torn or stretched and not functioning well. But when you get the sense of instability, it's almost like you putting your hands on your knee when you stand up from a chair. And just the feeling of pressure of your hands on your skin gives you that sense of where is your knee in space. Just like the kinesiology tape that you'll see a lot of athletes have. You know, you have a basketball player at the free throw line. He's got this tape on his shoulder. It's not stabilizing his shoulder. It's just a piece of stretchy tape. But it puts pressure and stretches the skin over his shoulder, over his muscles to remind him the appropriate position to prevent potentially an injury and make sure that he has good form. And people will use it on the knee as well, that the tape isn't holding your knee together, but by putting those pressure sensors and pulling the skin, those pressure reminders on the skin remind you and your brain where your knee is in space. So if you have the sense of instability, you know, I always tell people it's a really simple thing to try to buy a very inexpensive brace and try that little neoprene knee sleeve because that pressure sensation on the skin may offer you the sense of support. The other really important thing, and I have some other podcasts on these different exercises you can do for your quad, is to strengthen your quad. If your knee is unstable, a lot of times just by strengthening the quad muscle to make it stronger and to react quicker and to support your knee joint, it may eliminate that sense of instability. We've seen this in ankle injuries. So if somebody has a bad ankle sprain, it does not mean that if they've torn the ligament, they need surgery to repair the ligament. The ligament sometimes scars in, but even that will still lead to some ankles being loose objectively, meaning that the surgeon or the trainer, after this sprain is healed, they examine the ankle and it's still loose. Again, they don't all need surgery because if that person then goes through therapy and strengthens the muscles around the ankle joint, and those muscles, those dynamic stabilizers, stabilize the ankle joint, they've eliminated the need for surgery to restore or reconstruct those ligaments that they tore. So in the knee, even if your ligaments are stable, but you're getting this sense of instability, going through a strengthening program and strengthening the quad muscle may help significantly. You know, If you then have instability that we feel, There is special braces that we may use based on your deformity. And then if you have instability and arthritis, that is then corrected at the time of surgery when we put the knee replacement in because we have different inserts and different options available for people that have ligaments that are loose or lax or torn to then stabilize the knee. So I hope this sort of kind of cleans up a little kind of discussion or I find there's a lot of confusion in people of, you know, my knee is unstable and what does that mean and what do I do? So, you know, again, just as a sort of, you know, review and refresher. So there's subjective instability. That's you feeling that your knee is unstable, but the ligaments are stable. And most commonly this can be due to arthritis and pain, um, or it is due to some weakness in the muscles or a combination of both. Two, There is subjective instability in a knee replacement, again, because you have an artificial joint, you've lost some of the proprioception, and again, sometimes hands on your knee, kinesiology tape on your knee, a brace on your knee for a while will help you and remind you on where your knee is in space. And then number three is the knee, whether or not it's a normal knee, arthritic knee, replaced knee with true instability to the doctor where the ligaments are moving in an abnormal fashion and they have increased laxity, 
which is typically either treated with a brace or potentially with surgery, depending on the severity of the instability and what is going on inside your knee at that time. So thanks for listening. Um, Please, if you find a friend that you feel would benefit from this information, please let them know about this podcast. Uh, If you enjoy what you're hearing, uh, please leave a review. It really helps other listeners find this information as well. And until next time, I'm Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.